The first time Ira Rubin met Gerard Williams, both of them were in orange jumpsuits, sitting in the chapel of the D.C. jail. They were waiting for the nonprofit guy to start the book club thing. Rubin was not much of a reader, but he had signed up for the discussion to break up the monotony of his day. Rubin had seen Williams on the cell block and in the dining hall, noticed him initially because he was very tall. Williams was one of those guys who got along inside the walls due to his easy manner. At the same time, Williams didn't seem soft. It was how to do your time in here if you could manage it. As for Williams, he had first noticed Reuben because he was white. There weren't too many white guys incarcerated in the D.C. jail, not counting that period when those January Sixers were locked up. And depending on when you looked around, there were times when there weren't any white guys in here at all. Not that there weren't whites committing crime in the district. But unless they were carrying charges of violence attached to a gun, most of them walked until it was their time to go to court. It was an unspoken thing that some judges tended to keep whites out of the central detention facility for their own safety. So Williams wondered what Reuben had done to draw incarceration time while he was waiting on his trial. Why had he not bailed out and was in here at all? He didn't look to be a danger to anyone. While Williams was pondering, Reuben started a conversation. He was seated next to Williams in the circle of chairs the do-gooders had set up, like campfire style. They could talk, because the seminar had yet to start. Reuben leaned into Williams, nodded at the paperback in Williams' hand. Did you read that? Williams nodded. Sure, I've read every one in the series. Reuben, who had the same book in his hand, shook his head with disdain. I couldn't finish it. Oh, you're a literary critic now? The book was written on a fourth grade level. The whole series is, but so what? Reading any kind of a book is a positive thing. Not everything got to be Dostoevsky. The characters don't talk the way people talk. And most of the books in the series are about serial killers. If there were that many serial killers, we'd all be living behind walls with private security guarding our homes. It's fiction. Williams shrugged. Serial killer novels sell. You telling me you like this? Light got nothing to do with it. It's a way for me to pass the time. That black detective? Said Reuben. He isn't written like any black man I've ever known. Because you've known so many? Come on, man. You know what I mean. My name is Gerard, not man. If you're going to address me, do so correctly. Okay, said Reuben. What he meant was, don't be so sensitive. The guy to the right of them wearing a woven kufi with diamond trim, whose eyes had been closed during their conversation, said, Y'all mind? I'm praying to my God. Assalamu alaikum, said Williams, shifting easily. The discussion leader, more of a moderator, who was on the young side, arrived. The men treated him respectfully, but not with too much deference, as that would give the impression of weakness. They noticed that he had tried to dress up, but that his shoes were scuffed and probably couldn't get a shine, and that his ill-fitting sport jacket came off the rack from someplace like Cole's. In a way, this endeared him to them, because it meant that he did not earn much money. But still, he had made the effort to dress up in their house as a gesture of respect. He was introduced by Danielle, they called her Miss Danielle, the jailhouse librarian, who then exited to do some clerical work. They left the inmates, the moderator, and a couple of guards, all men. During the discussion, the talk turned from plot mechanics to ruminations on the main detective character and whether he was 
real, which meant was he black enough 